This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. One of the few things that Durbanville and Stellenbosch had in common was the wine route. Now, the other thing we have in common is we don't have electricity either. Good morning, Dion Foster. We are so blessed, though. We are so blessed, mm-hmm. you and I. We share so many things in common. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and at the push of a button here in front of me, uh, I can have all of these extra lights come on in the studio, and it's as if there was no load shedding with all of the equipment running. And, of course, there's a room here the size of the average bathroom laden with batteries. So grateful, yes. for, these, grateful for these little solutions that can make life easier where there are others who are just now sitting in the dark with no coffee or tea for the next two hours. Oh, goodness. Dion, I have to uh, say, unity and Christian unity often feels to me like an oxymoron because we know we're supposed to be unified. We know that uh, unity commands a blessing from God. But if you look over church history, there's something I've been reading over uh, for a while now and and many reasons why people actually choose not to follow Jesus is because they look back over the history of the church and all they see is disunity and that's quite something off-putting for many people. Brad, you're absolutely right. Um, I often joke with my students. I say if there were two Christians stranded on a desert island, they would start three churches. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sometimes I get the feeling that is true. And, uh, you know, what, what sparked me on this journey today is this week we are hosting uh, our winter school here at, at the university. And um, we have sisters and brothers from many, many, many different uh, churches and denominations, Pentecostals and Presbyterians and Anglicans and Catholics and Methodists and Independents. Everybody is here. And Brad, you know, it must please God's heart so much to see all of us together in the same room, worshipping, studying together, learning together, reflecting on what it means to be a church in the nation. And uh, I thought, yeah, you know, it's it's such a blessing to have these opportunities to be together, but it's also so sad that we have such a poor witness in the places where we live. That wow. our churches are so divided in the communities that we are supposed to reach. And so um, I was just reading again from uh, John chapter 17, and I just want to read uh, three verses from from that uh, uh, pericope, from John 17, from verse 20. This is Jesus, and, and the heading is literally Jesus prays for all believers. Uh, I noticed that it doesn't say Jesus prays for all Methodists or all Catholics, uh-huh. for all believers. Jesus goes on to pray, says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for all who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. So, Brad, I want to leave a little challenge with with our listeners today, and and I want to invite you. I want to to ask you, when last did did you bless a sister or brother from a different church? When last did you cross the road or cross the aisle? When last at work did you say to someone, I'm so grateful that, that you're a believer in Christ, and I'm so grateful for the church that you're in, and, and know that I'm praying for you. When last did you bless them and say, you're in this together, we, we love the Lord? Because I think that may just be one of the greatest witnesses that we can have for others. I want to end just by telling you a little story. Mm. So 
Um, our, our minister, uh, I, I really just have such wonderful regard uh, for him, uh, Reverend Afghan. He, he used to be one of my students. He was a brilliant student, and now he's a great minister. And uh, when one of the churches in our area uh, had a fire, the Presbyterian or the United Church uh, b- burnt down, part of it burnt down, the very first thing that Ralph did was he called together the leaders and said, folks, from our giving, let's, let's see if we can give sacrificially to help our sisters and brothers rebuild their church. Because when people worship there, the God that we worship is pleased. And I thought that's a wonderful witness to God's grace. That was, a, that was an incredibly moving story. Uh, as you just said that now, I just became quite overwhelmed. I, what a beautiful story, and that's what this is about, uh, to have a heart for, we say others, as if it's somebody else from some other, other <laughs> religious group. And these are our brothers and sisters in Christ. What a powerful story. Thank you for sharing that, Dion. No, absolutely, Brad. And of course, we've got to get used to one another because we're going to have an eternity together. Um, I, was, I was at the cathedral in, uh, the, the other day for a service and thought, wow, this is this is different to what I'm used to, you know. Mm. There were there were things burning and, and bells and whatever, and I thought, sure, but I'm going to have to get used to these folks because we're going to have an eternity together. <laughs> so the sooner we do that, the better it is for, for God's heart and for our eternity. Yeah, I wonder what it's, we have this idea that I'm glad you go to church every Sunday, but you're not in my church, and I've heard my church, we go to heaven. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Such a lot of differences in the way we think, but yet we need to be caring for each other and have that sort of unity. Thanks for opening our eyes this morning. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. And you enjoy your conference today, Dion. Thanks, Brad. And uh, to all of our listeners, uh, stay dry today because tomorrow is another beautiful day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.